Shut up and sit down. Episode 55. I like this. This is nice. Of Third Shift. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It is episode 55 of Third Shift, and I am Eric. And with me, as always, is Matt. Yay. Hooray. Hello, Matt. Well, as per usual, man, you know, we've had ourselves a wonderful week, haven't we? We have. What the hell have you been up to? Uh, Not much that I can think uh-huh. of off the top of my head. You know, not works. Much, huh? Work's been fine, just the usual there. As far as the video game front, just been playing some Fortnite, some Overwatch, some Witcher 3, got back into that, starting up the Hearts of Stone DLC. That's been a lot of fun, just like been meeting up with an old friend again, load in, going up the hill with my horse, looking at this beautiful forest, looking at the rays of sunshine, looking at the clouds coming over and the big old giant rainstorm coming in. Just a gorgeous game, a lot of fun hanging out with... Geralt and getting him possessed by a ghost. What? No spoilers. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that, man. It's scary. <laughs> and then on the real life front, not much going on, but I did forget to mention last week that I, on last week's episode, so the week before that on Sunday, I went to another show over at the Williamston Theater, a show called Murder for Two, really hilarious musical comedy. It was a two person show where one of them played, I think it was almost up to like 20 different roles. She had, like, different props she'd put on. Like, there was one hat that she had that on one half of it, it was, like, you know, a lady's hair. And on the other half, it was, you know, a man's, you know, like a fedora hat. So mm-hmm. she'd turn this way and be acting like the lady. Turn that way, be the guy. It was really impressive, really funny, just a blast. So I'm not sure if that's still on. It's just about to go off. So Howard, the person who asks me literally every day if I've seen a new show, Howard... Go see that, because it's really funny, and you will enjoy it. Other than that, not much going on. What about you, dude? Not much going on in my life. We're just uh, rolling and going, you know, all sorts of issues, things, you know, typical stuff. Mm. Game-wise, been rolling with some uh, Fortnite, been playing some Persona 5, which I I am, I'm getting there slowly but surely. Slowly. (laughs) I stayed up till 1 a.m. yesterday playing Mm-hmm. All to find out I need to repeat the entire process because I don't remember enough of it to feel comfortable <laughs> moving forward because I want to know this freaking story. So I wasted my life and my time by staying up by until 1 a.m. trying to do it. But hey, Persona is never a waste of time or life. No, but still, I should have just went to bed at 11.30 yeah. and called it quits. As, as soon as those eyelids went, mm, you should have been like, all right, that's... Mm-hmm. I've I've gone through that many times with RPGs. I'm playing Tales of Zillia. All right, I'm gonna go through this. I'm gonna get back to town. <laughs> Wake up at two a.m. Oh, I'm in the middle of a field. Oh, what is what happening? Happens? Oh God! Uh, get back to town. Cutscene when I get back to town. Ta- oh Jesus! Save quit. I don't know. I forget. I don't even know what's happening. Whatever. <laughs> I'll figure out later. Exactly. Why is Frankie not in my party anymore? Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Okay. When did that happen? Oh, no. I don't know. (laughs) What am I doing across the other side of the world right now? He had a really good sword on him. That sucks. (laughs) How did I end up shipwrecked? Where's where's all my gear? No. I did that in Skies of Arcadia for the Dreamcast a long time ago. Nice. Literally fell asleep, woke up, and we had shipwrecked on the island there. (laughs) And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't remember how I got here. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> awesome. Uh, I had a previous save. I just went and did it over. But yeah, still yeah. funny. So, yeah, beyond that, nothing much. It's another day, another dollar. So we're going to scoop right on in and roll out. That's right. So that was it for us this week. As a team, we did IG2G episode number 12 on Tuesday. That was a lot of fun, and it marked the return of Danny to the editing room. So, hey, I just get, after I'm done with the show, I just get to kick back and drink 8,000 beers and just Woo-hoo! roll around on the floor, do whatever I want. It's nice. Welcome back, Danny. We look forward to listening to all the good things you put on the episode. Which is true, because she did put a couple of musical stings in that were pretty nice. I, I appreciated those. Yeah, Back with a zip. That's bada right. bing, bada bang. Yeah, yeah. And then coming up this Tuesday, we don't have anything scheduled because nobody's challenged us to a Talented Tuesday art competition. So if you want to do that, send us your fan art or your random crazy drawing email it to us tweet it at us facebook us and then we'll respond with our own drawings other than that we got shift codes for golden keys in borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel because they jumped ahead and dropped i think it was the pre-sequel ones right Mm -hmm. before the show started so as i always say hit up the twitter hit up the forums hit up your preferred shift code provider and go grab those up yeah, I'm going to grab those up someday. That's a lie. Don't lie to me, Eric. We're supposed I to be know. honest on the show. No lies. I know, but it's just a running joke, though, you know? That's true. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not going to grab them. I don't need them. Got plenty of stuff. Uh, this week, as far as news goes, we got the Battleborn free rotation for you guys. This week, we've got Miko, Isaac, Pendles, Melka, Caldarius, and Ernest. Any thoughts on this one, dude? Oh, pretty solid lineup. I feel like this is what, like a, a safe one. I think every character in here is pretty safe. Nothing too spectacular or crazy. I'd say Isaac, just because I don't really play him too much, mm-hmm. would be the one like odd man out. And, of course, Ernest is awesome, and I think everyone's going for a treat with playing with him. Mm-hmm. I could see how you'd say it's a safe lineup, but I would say this is also like a tricksy lineup. Like Each one of them has like a little gimmick or a little trick that you got to be aware of when you're playing with them. But like you said, no, none of them are really complex if you're just playing them like as a base character, running mm-hmm. and shooting and jumping and blocking. So people should have some fun with this one. I always love when Pendles comes up because I always say that the DLC characters should be in there so people can understand what they are, even if they don't have them. When you see a Pendles, you know what you're facing because you played as them this week. So good stuff there. And I think they've been doing a good job, too, of keeping, like, Whiskey Foxtrot or Oscar Mike in the rotation constantly. Yeah. Just so the beginner that's in there has always got that safe character to go to. Mm-hmm. Oh, guy who shoots gun. You know, we've mentioned it before, but I just feel like that's a, just a really good idea. Just always mm-hmm. keep someone in there that's easily attachable. And, and even this week, when they're not there, you have other players who can play that way, even if they do have extended gimmicks. You can play Ernest that way. You can play oh, Melka what, yeah. that way. You can play Caldi that way. Melka is a very, very easy example. It's just the same thing. Even Reyna, to an extent. Mm. I mean, she has a gun. You shoot, you know. Yeah. At the very base level, people can go, okay, shoot my gun. And the same with Ernest, except for it's a grenade launcher, which is awesome. Yep. If you don't get his reload speed up, though. Yeah, it's you're in for a rough time, so hopefully they kind of catch on quick that reload mm-hmm. speed is very good for Mr. Ernest. Yep, yep. That's pretty much it as far as Battleborn news, because we don't have any hot fixes. We haven't heard anything coming up in the next battle plan next week, anything like that. And as far as known games, I don't think we have any other news. I believe I saw maybe Homeworld was on sale in a Humble Bundle again, because mm-hmm. it pretty much always is. So go ahead and check out HumbleBundle.com. 
and I believe it's still up. I'm not sure. I didn't check myself. And then I haven't seen anything on Duke or Bulletstorm or... Did see something cool for Bulletstorm, actually, this week. It was pointed out that uh, Kotaku had listed it, had an article about the best pistols and video games mm-hmm. and the shrieker pistol managed to get on that list so congrats to them and i mm-hmm. do agree that the shrieker pistol is an amazing weapon i was gonna say that alt fire is probably my favorite alt fire of a pistol ever just turn them into a firework essentially mm-hmm. so powerful so useful in like almost every application of that game i think i went through the second playthrough entirely with the shrieker pistol i think mm-hmm. i might have used the shotgun a touch here and there but that was about it Mm, yeah, I especially loved it, obviously, in enclosed areas where it's just, oh, he goes up into the ceiling that's only two feet above his head, explodes into fire, everyone else is on fire. <laughs> Burn all the babies! <laughs> oh, that's that's messed up. You need therapy, man. You need that's therapy. Just, that's, a, that's a Tiny Tina quote. Um, it's, it's Gearbox podcast. Come on. Uh, Tiny Tina needs therapy, man. Get the hell up! No, she's fine. She's all right. She's okay. We'll find out in Borderlands 3. Well, maybe you need therapy, though, because you said you you would fall in love with Tiny Tina. (laughs) I said I I want my children to be like Tiny Tina, Uh. (laughs) Uh, which probably means I have problems. Damn it. You're going to be that family out there in the farm world. Mm -hmm. Don't go over to that that bat house. Don't go to that old bat house. There are crazy people out there, man. No one knows what he's doing to that bad guy. You're just going to have your children in that chicken coop running around. (laughs) Feral beasts. Awesome. Good. Uh, Bring the whip out. I told you, quiet. Uh, Daddy's trying to sleep. (laughs) Just run out in the field, come back with like a pig from the next farm over. (laughs) They self-sufficient. There you go. (laughs) See, I trained them. I trained them to live. They did it. That's fine. They they got the water. They got the food. They get all the slop they need. So I think that's pretty much wraps it up for Gearbox News, except for the two what? new news items. What, 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 <laughs> what? Say, they just dropped some craziness, man. So we'll put off the Meteor one for later in the episode, but just today, before we even came on the show, I woke up and I rubbed my bleary eyes and I went, well, this is Danny Rintuitis from Nerdship's Twitter account. Uh, next coming up, new from Gearbox Publishing. What? A little teaser trailer for... Well, I mean, we don't know what it's for yet, but for the next game from Gearbox Publishing, really cool trailer that they put out. I mean, not, not even trailer, it's a teaser. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bunch of Foley guys working on sounds for this game, or whatever it is. Well, they put it together, too, into a nice mm-hmm. little beat, you know? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Which, I was like, well, is this an actual song in whatever this mystery game is, or is this literally just them putting this together as a mm-hmm. really cool teaser trailer and that's explicitly its purpose because mm. as we'll talk about briefly if we're if it was an actual song from the game you know like i was telling you pre-show it kind of sounded like industrial mm. and almost like a horror like kind of vibe to it i thought it was pretty cool it was a really stylishly well done trailer whether or not it is a track from the game i when I was watching it, I was assuming that it just wasn't, that they just grabbed up a bunch of Foley sound effects, a bunch of Foley footage, and just kind of threw it together. Because, I mean, we've seen that a lot before, where, you know, people take general sounds out of TV shows or movies or whatever, and slap them together and create, you know, a fun music track for that. So that's what sparked in my mind. And overall, I thought it was just a nice little, 
you know, really well done teaser. It looked slick. It looked, I don't know, it was just really stylish. I really enjoyed it that way. You know, even if it's not a track in the game, even if it's just random sound effects, just a really fun thing for them to throw together and give to us and spark people's imaginations. Go, ooh, what could it be? What is it? What is that? Is it an industrial horror game? What is, oh, you know, what what could it be? Well, that's just it. You know, without getting on the canoe and going out of conjecture land here, there's nothing to go on because yeah. we have no idea what it means. If it, mm. if it sounds that they were using for the game, if this is a soundtrack for part of their game, if it's absolutely nothing and just kind of like a little get hype. Mm. teaser you know i don't know but plus the fact that it's their next gearbox published game Mm -hmm. so it could be literally anything it could be soundtracked for you know a a sheep herding minigame who knows tumba dancing yeah it could be the possibilities in the world yeah obviously it's something that gearbox has faith in or else they wouldn't of course publish it well yeah obviously but you know that could be any number of things you know who knows what randy pitchford likes or doesn't like you know, I don't mm. hang out with him on a daily basis, so I can't tell you. I mean, I do, but he asked me to keep that off the show. Keep oh, that crap. Off of yeah, Edit that out, Danny. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, man. You don't tell people he comes up here dancing all the time. Jeez, old Pete, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good things. He comes up and watches our AAA baseball team. Mm-hmm. Or single A. No, we're single A, yeah. <laughs> we're single A. We're not even double A. Aw. No. <laughs> That's sad. So it's really hard to kind of get the boat out and go on a conjecture land on this one just because mm. there's way too many possibilities and there's literally almost zero information. Yeah. Unless somebody can out there can go ahead and, you know, write us in or talk to us via any other Twitter or Facebook and tell us, hey, you totally missed this awesome little thing in there that totally gave it away, but I didn't see nothing. Yeah, I was going through it, not exactly frame by frame, but every time it would cut to a new shot or a close-up of the Foley device, I'd pause it just to see if there was anything, you know, on there, but there wasn't really anything specific that I noticed. There was one bit where the dude was, uh, like, trailing a drumstick down a little track, and I thought I saw maybe, like, a game cover in front of him, but I paused it, and there was nothing you could make out there either, but... I don't know, just a fun teaser trailer, fun to see the Foley guys in action. I always love that, especially behind the scenes on, like, you know, DVDs and movies and stuff, when they show the Foley guys, like, oh, here's where he breaks the bone, and they grab, like, a celery stick and snap it or hit a watermelon with a hammer or something. That stuff's Uh always fun, so I like the little behind-the-scenes bit that we got. Yep, and we're not going to have to wait long anyway because it says next week we're going to learn more about it. So by the time you listen to this episode, we're only going to have a few days. That's right. Days and we're gonna know all about it. God bless. It's a it's a miracle. It's a miracle, man. Here's hoping they don't drop it on Friday. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right. Next week we'll be like, where's it at? Uh oh. Oh no. Special breaking edition of Third Shift. They didn't announce it yet because it'll be tomorrow. Boo hoo. <laughs> well, if if that happens, we might have to get on Twitch and like live stream a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. That'd be a cool Ooh, idea. There you go. Yeah. That'd be fun. Get mm-hmm. on some of the little, you know listeners that want to pop on. It'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't the first reveal slash teaser slash, you know, here's what's coming down the pipe we got this week. Also, we got an announcement of Project 1v1 via people's personal Twitter accounts. There's a website up. I know I've seen, I think, Polygon and Kotaku each, you know, put up an announcement article about it. And then if you're one of the lucky few or one of the lucky many, I'm not 100% sure, Then you got an email from the shift people saying, hey, sign up for the Project 1v1 close technical test. Later this summer. That's right, which 
who knows? I mean, summer's almost over, so well, it's they be said August, weeks. September, so it's yes, yeah, within the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to read verbatim from the website before we kind of go in and just talk about it a little bit. Mm. So go to the website, Project 1v1, and I quote, Project 1v1 is the codename for Gearbox's top-secret, in-development, competitive first-person shooter that combines the action of fast-paced 1v1 first-person combat with a metagame strategy of a collectible card game. Project 1v1 will be holding a short, close technical test this summer. We're looking for a limited number of players to test the online infrastructure and learn what players like you think about the game in order to inform and influence future development. The test will be held on North American servers, so international players may experience decreased performance, end quote. Boom. Well done. So there it is, all in a little handbasket. This next game, developed by Gearbox, published Mm. by Gearbox... I don't know if everybody noticed that. This is a complete in-house game. Yep, I saw that. Is going to be a first-person shooter with card game meta structural... What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Well, first, before we say anything else, I think it's time to... Yeah, well... Wipe the dust off. Wipe the dust off. It's been a while. Pat pat it clean. (sighs) Make sure it's still watertight. You know, and then... uh, we we'll get the canoe. Not, we'll make do. I got some show. I'll hust out coconuts here. I'll scoop the water out as we go. There we go. Splish. There oh, we go. Oh, Speculation River, you've never looked so good. There it is. Oh, the gulls. The pine, the, not the pine trees, the palm trees of Conjecture Land. <laughs> it seems to be overrun it's, a little bit. <laughs> it's. I haven't seen it in so long. I don't I know what I the trees a, are called. I think I see a bow constrictor or something there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to bite my face. Oh, oh no. no. I'm going to die out here. <laughs> oh, the the paths we paved with our machetes last time are all overgrown again. Yeah, I see a bunch of poop on the beach. Oh, man, this is going to be gross. All I, right. I hear, I hear the, the drums of the native cannibals. Oh, good. good. <laughs> They've gotten closer. <laughs> they're, they're moving closer to shore. We're only going to be out here a few more times before it's over. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, so now that we've set foot on the glorious beach of Conjecture Land, it's time to do some conjecturing, Eric. All right. So I've already figured it out. Um, okay. You know, I know it's a, it's anticlimactic, but I just want to be real with the people. Mm. So first-person combat with metagame, strategy, collectible card, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. Okay. Mm. It's an X-Men game featuring Gambit. Boom. Done. Not bad. I like Boom. It. That's what it is. It's going to be first-person <laughs> Gambit. You're going around 1v1 and the other X-Men. And, of course, duh, metagame cards. <laughs> Who better cards than Gambit? Come on. Not bad. I That's like it. That's it. It's done. They got a hold of a Marvel license somehow, and mm-hmm. here we go. Gearbox is in it. In it to win it. Picking up all that fat loot cash, money, money, money from the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. And to boot, they want to get in on the eSports. So, whoa, it's going to be great. Yeah. There you go. Not bad. Yeah, they'll change it from Project 1v1 to like Project Gambit or like Mm -hmm. working, you know, working the word Gambit in its other meaning into like a cool sentence to be the title of the game. I like it. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. So there's one, which is is definitely what it is. But, you know, just for the sake of having some fun, what do you think, Matt? What do you think here? Hmm. (laughs) Well, since I know that you're right, I'm just going to go. I got two thoughts on what else it could be if it wasn't a gambit card game first off being i know we've seen other first person shooters with like 
card-based boosts in them. I think, did Battlefront do that or Battlefield or... I'm trying to remember because there was some um, Angry Joe review when he was like, oh, I got these boosts for next match and I'm going to activate those. I thought it was... Wasn't Call of Duty? No, Call of Duty basically usually just unlocks guns and perks that stay with I, you. It sounds very familiar because yeah. they got little perks and then you needed the card packs. Yeah. I almost yeah. feel like it was Battlefront, but I never played it myself. I only played a little bit, and there was no cards in the portions that I played. Okay. Well, anyway, we've seen other games where there have been card-based boosts, like, hey, for this match you get you know, the restrictor rifle. For this match you get the devastator pistol. I feel like that's what this is going to be if it's not going to be a Gambit game. Just, you know, hey, you'll play, you'll unlock, you know, card packs or card drops or something, and they'll give you boosts for next time you play. Mm-hmm. Boosts or, you know, specific equipment, maybe even like, hey, speed up, or you get a wall run this time, so you get to run around on the walls. Because if you look at that one image, I think there's only one image in the email at least. There's they several have. on the website. There are several on the mm-hmm. website? Okay. Well, I, I just have the email up, but, I mean, it looks like a big, open, like kind of free-running style environment big industrial city set in the future big mm. time future like far far future different levels you could jump to maybe you unlock a double jump with a card maybe you unlock like i said a wall run or you know a slide or something like that i could definitely see it being something you know in that range you get one time or like you know five match boosts with these different cards the only other thing i was thinking of because i'm not i mean i like i enjoy competitive multiplayer and i like fast-paced multiplayer but i don't like it in a you know i like it in a team-based setting where i don't have to be the only one responsible for it so what i was thinking and dreaming and almost sort of hoping for is not just that you get you know abilities or equipment with these cards maybe you get to activate stuff in the environment maybe you know like there's some big glowing circles on the walls in one of those pictures. Maybe if you have the, you get like a fire trap card and that would activate those to be a fire trap that the other player would have to watch out for. Or maybe you can spawn in like NPC grunts or something that they would have to deal with that would attack them or, you know, other kind of things that would influence the environment versus you specifically. That was something that I thought would, you know, I mean, we don't know at this point what the cards do. So I thought that would be a really cool, you know, thing for them to put in. So I'll take it back just a step for you here. And your first idea, I had, this is the not right version, but let me just throw this one out here, okay? Yes, since it is Gambit, in in a yeah. daydream, it could be this other thing. We're going to go with a Guild Wars type thing going on here, I think. And that is, you got your main character, whether it be whatever hunter, warrior, mage, whatever class it is. Yeah. And I think they'll have some weird, cool setups just like that in this. But the difference will be in your skills. And mm. then your skills are going to be like you're going to have five set skills and that's it. And then you get your cards through loot packs and all this other. Because you know darn well if it, they want to go esports, there's going to be you know loot packs and ways to get different setups mm. and legendaries and elites and epics, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. And then through those you get the skills like you were talking about. And then you apply them to your five things, so you can take your mage, and you'll get all sorts of mage abilities, etc., through the loot mm-hmm. packs. And then you custom build with only those five slots available, so everyone's got a fair game. Mm-hmm. 
your skills you want on there, and then you go up against 1v1 with other players using mm. your, of course, build and test your metal. I, li- I like that, and you just sparked me to another possible thing is maybe you're playing as, like you said, the, the ranger, the archer or whatever, and your skills are, you know, shoot an arrow and shoot a bunch of arrows, whatever. But now with a card, maybe you can augment those skills so when you shoot a bunch of arrows or you know you shoot an arrow it leaves a fire trail on the ground or you shoot your bunch of arrows and now they ricochet now those would be your augments to your basic skills and that'd be that at a whole nother level too yeah because Mm -hmm. say and uh, we're saying arrows but obviously we'll talk about the screenshots some more too it's future, so I doubt it'll be like bow, arrow, swords, and stuff. But well, pl- plasma knows? arrow then. Yeah, it, it, yeah exactly. Go Turok on us. Electric archer or something. Go Turok on us. You know, get some plasma shit going. Exactly. But I just sparked that. Just sparked an idea, like you were saying. Like, hey, you, the mage automatically comes with a kit to do a uh, electric bolt spread, but mm. if you get the augment, it arcs over and lands on the ground and creates a lightning trap, like on the ground. So therefore, there you close go. off a lane. And then allows you to run around, maybe back in the enemy, whatever. Da 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 da. Strategy this, strategy that. Mm-hmm. Because tying that into some of these screenshots, these look like like the one up top is an open city. Looks like a huge city with space shuttles or little crafts up top flying in the distance. Looks like a huge mountainous cavern area. So it's really crazy looking, but very open. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if that's like maybe going to be like the hub. You know, that'll be, like, where you're at, getting your uh, character put together, where you can buy, sell, trade cards, do all that kind of stuff. So, beyond that first one, though, looking like a huge city, the other two are both, they both have these big yellow circular-looking things in them. Mm -hmm. But the middle one is the one that has me intrigued, because it almost looks like a uh, speaker. Oh, yeah. Like in a in a speaker, and you know, Gearbox has previously done a music game before. So, I'm Which like, which one was that? Uh, they they did the uh, the one that was published by Sega. The oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Samba de Amigo or whatever that one was. Mm-hmm. So like the Wii port, right? Yeah, something like, something like that. So they have a little bit of experience in that kind of world, and I'm like, is that a speaker? Is there going to be like some weird craziness going on? But it doesn't make sense. But then when you were talking about maybe. The cards come in as in like world things that affect the world. It's like, well, mm-hmm. maybe in this in this weird world, like you said, you're affecting the outside of it. And if that was a huge speaker, maybe it blasts enemies away and into like that giant pit you see there mm-hmm. across the way in the image. So I'm like, well, that would actually make sense if they're running across, not paying attention, thinking they're gonna get you, and you, you click the button, and it just throws them right into the pit. Boom, kill mm-hmm. for you. Yep. So I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. And, of course, the third one doesn't really show too much beyond a uh, a building with looks like a bridge or a walkway or something up, up to the left there. Mm-hmm. And then, it, But if you do notice in the background, it's got a cool little character to it. It's like an Asian-inspired building there. Oh, yeah, I do see that. So I'm like, oh, that's, kinda, that's pretty cool. I think that's the one that there's a little bit bigger of a shot of in the uh, in the email that we got. Uh-huh. Well, it's a little more detailed because it's up higher, and you can look down at the two different levels that you can jump between. I, well, I would assume jump between. And actually, now that I saw that, I went back up to the larger one with the city, and all of the mm. building top. Well, not all of them, but most of them do have that Asian-inspired topping to them. 
Well, I mean, the the color schemes are pretty similar on that one too, so it's probably the same. Probably the same place, yeah. Yeah. Just a different perspective, but mm-hmm. it makes you start to wonder, though. You know, is maybe that's not maybe this is the hub, but also maybe there's maps. Because I'm going to assume it's a 1v1 oh, yeah. first-person shooter. There's going to be maps that you're obviously competing on. Oh, yeah, Maybe 100%. the bottom ones of a map within that area. Or is, mm. maybe this is just part of the little area where you gather and do whatever it is. Mm. Yeah, it could be. And speaking of which, do you think this is going to be a game in the vein, like how Destiny is, where there'll be a hub and everybody can gather there, trade cards or... And, and you know what, we keep saying trade cards, but it didn't say technically that it's going to have cards. It just said it's going to have a card game like uh, meta, what's the exact wording? The metagame, the metagame strategy, strategy of a card game, which would imply that it doesn't necessarily mean you're getting cards, but you're getting skills or things that manipulate mm. how you play. I feel like it wouldn't have like a just a main hub world where you're running around meeting up with other people. But I would assume that there'd have to be some kind of. I don't. I'm, now I'm thinking about it some more. I don't know. I. It would be nice if there was some kind of way to trade skills or unlocks or whatever between you know different characters. That way, you know, if they've got all the like we've been saying, like the mage skills or the archer skills or this or that or whatever, and that's the character you wanted to play, you could you know you could trade stuff off. I feel like if it's going to be you know, really competitive and almost, you know, esportsy, like we've been saying, that you, that would be too big of a way to just game the system and break it and just get all your legendaries and That's unlocks. what I was just thinking, was that they probably won't enable any kind of trading or anything like yeah. that because it's going to be, they want to compete in the esport market, I'm sure, which means that would mm. that would completely break it. Because like you said, people with money or the means to uh, grind or whatever would have everything. Mm while others would have an extremely unfair advantage. It doesn't really make sense, though, because in any card game currently, everybody that has the money or the means has all the cards anyway. So regardless, you end up in that scenario. Well, what I'm saying is, if there's a trading system, then you can get on your two or three or four or five Smurf accounts, get your daily bonuses, pop them open, oh, this one is good for character B, which I'm playing on account A, I'm going to trade that to myself. I'm going to accept the trade, and then I'm just going to buff up my collection of skills or cards or you know whatever form they take. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep feeding myself, even if it's just via free unlocks, you know, free daily drops or you know match based drops or whatever. True. If you if you can trade stuff, it'd be too easy to just oh I'm the number one player because I just churn out all the stuff, trade it to myself, and now. I roll with legendaries all the time. Now mm-hmm. I'm the champ. True, true. Well, that part does stink, though, because, you know, for players like us, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to farm and farm and farm and get stuff. But obviously yeah. we have no idea what it even is yet. That's just for funsies. But mm-hmm. I, I am liking the idea of it being multiple classes, multiple types of warriors or fighters or whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. and then the idea that you're going to have a certain amount of spots to put abilities or, you know, manipulating factors, traps, things like that, into before you go into your fights. Mm. But and I, you could still have a hub where you could do that and talk, you know, see other players, even if it didn't include some trading system at all or anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You because you want that. you want somewhere where you can line up your fights. You know, obviously there's going to be I'm sure quick matches, competitives, blah blah blah. Depending on what the unlocks and the abilities do, if they give you 
actual gear to put on or change your look in some way. Or, you know, if you're the, the, you know, the number one ranked guy in the world, if you get some kind of special look, it would really behoove them to have an open social area where you can run around. All right, I just started playing, I just started playing a mage or whatever. This guy's got a really cool wizard hat I haven't ever seen. Hey dude, how'd you get the wizard hat? Oh, well, you got to play X number of games or you got to unlock this. You got to buy this card. You got to, you know, do whatever. Yeah, it was in this expansion pack, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that way you're not just, oh, I'm in a match. This guy has all these crazy abilities. I don't understand. He killed me. Okay, well, I guess we're done. Yeah, that would make sense. I like Mm. that. I like that. And the other thing is, as I was going to mention, it's the game modes, because we haven't brought those up yet. They're going to have three modes in the closed technical test, so there may be more later, obviously, but the yeah. current ones that are going to be in this closed technical test are ranked, which get matched with an opponent based on player rating, win ranked matches to earn experience in crates containing new cards. See, so they, they specifically, specifically say, say cards. New cards. Yeah. So there you go. It will be cards, and then, of course, they'll have whatever it is, abilities on them. There's yeah. going to be challenge, which challenge a friend to an unranked match. That's what we're going to be and, playing. And that's what we'll be playing, and that's why I think there may be a <laughs> hub of some kind. Yeah. Because otherwise you'd have to party. Well, I mean, it makes sense anyway. If you're just going to play with your friend, you just party up with them and then go to the challenge mode, and then it's obviously going to put you versus you because it's a 1v1. Well, it could. I mean, it could also be like... You know, we don't say it a lot on the podcast, but like Overwatch, if you and I are partied up, we can't go into the 1v1 queue. Mm-hmm. So I don't think if we partied up, I don't think it would let us go into ranked. Because, I mean, I, you could be skill level 10,000, I could be skill level 4, and mm-hmm. it would just, you know, it would be another way for people to just farm the system. All right, I'm just going in with my Smurf account on my PC and my, you know, my ranked account on my laptop, I'm going to let the Smurf just sit there as I kill it over and over and over and over and farm stuff. So I feel like if it's ranked, it's got to be, there's no way to... Well, that you can't do that in the one view. Well, you could, yeah. And so Well, no, because ranked has to be yeah, completely random. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I was just talking about challenge mode, how that how yeah. that would be structured. Because, mm-hmm. no, yeah, you're right. You, in ranked mode, it's you're just purely random. It's going to be whoever it puts you against, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in challenge mode, that's where you get to actually hang out and play mm. like with a friend or whatever, or play against yeah. a friend. And I'm just wondering if you would do that just being by and party and then hitting challenge, and uh, then it would immediately you, yeah. split you one v one. Or if mm. you're, there's going to be a hub of some kind where you say I challenge Doc Funky or whoever, and then mm. boom, it throws you into challenge mode, and away you go. Yeah, it would make sense to at least have like a public lobby of some sort. Like, hey, you're in, you're on server. X Y Z A B C, and out of that you can challenge all these people, or you know the the people on your friends list. Mm-hmm. If if they don't have some big social area for you to be running around, I think that's the way you would have to do that. Yeah, and then last on here is arena. Queue up to challenge the current arena champion and win to take their place. You're you're quartering up in Street Fighter is basically what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and. That sounds amazing to me, but obviously I'll never be there. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be there at least during the technical test. I mean, if we get in, yeah, we got We we got to play it. Well, we're gonna but, if we get in, we'll play it obviously, and then check out arena. But I'll just uh, get beat up by whoever the arena. And, and the key word here is arena champion. Yeah. So, are these matches gonna be called arenas, like the maps? You're gonna 
fight each other in arenas, so maybe that gets rid of the open idea. Uh, I, I still feel like you're going to get the... I mean, it's all 1v1 anyway. Like, the whole game is 1v1. Well, but that's what I mean, so, is I had in mind, like, large maps. So think, like, Overwatch mm-hmm. right now, but just 1v1. Yeah. Whereas I'm starting to think maybe this is more like World of Warcraft's arenas, where it's an actual arena, like you would think of arena in your head, but there's mm-hmm. things inside of the arena to provide cover, obstacles, you know, ways to manipulate and move around. So like uh, maybe like the Borderlands uh, wave-based areas. Exactly, yes. Where it's, where it's small, but it's not huge. Yes, just like yeah. those. That's that's pretty much what I was thinking in my head is something small like that or mm-hmm. smallish, you, you know what I mean. So with that said, I think we can narrow it down to you're going to be in these giant cities, obviously futuristic. You're going to be mm-hmm. some sort of sort of warriors who are either a bad guys that are forced, to, you know, gladiatorial style, forced mm-hmm. to fight one another, mm-hmm. or b you're going to be heroes, kind of like in uh, Pacific Rim, where you're. Yeah, I'm the coolest. I'm Rick James Bill, and I'm on TV every day. And then you go out nice. and fight. Mm. You like you're the champions from specific regions exactly. or specific factions. And I think, I think even League of Legends has like a backstory like that. Like on either side, you're the, you know, the summoner from whatever area, and you choose your heroes to fight, and that's how you resolve conflicts in the overworld. Like this would be, oh man. Just say, Japan has a problem with China. Well, now the Japanese champion's here. Here's the Chinese champion. They go one-on-one, and that's how the overall conflict is decided. Mm -hmm. And that'd be precisely it. All the Mm -hmm. heroes or champions from the different cities, states, whatever it is in this futuristic world come Mm -hmm. together. And then Street Fighter style, every single city has its own unique map that showcases the themes of that particular city or state. And away you go. You get these cards through the loot packs, through winning, doing matches, just like you do in all these other games. And you can enhance your character. And then there'll be, obviously, different heroes who archetype different types. You know, the, mm-hmm. the rangers, the brute forcers, the bruisers, the, the, the warriors, the tanks, all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. then you take those cards, enhance their abilities. And the cool part was, be, say you get a loot pack and it has a mythic card for a mage. Well, I don't usually play a mage. But guess what? Now that i got this mythic card, oh, I've got this great idea for this build Bob was telling mm-hmm. me about. Bada bing, bada boom. Now you go low, get your mage up there, and I'm sure there'll be levels like there always are ranks. All oh yeah, I'm stuff. sure. I mean, I'm sure you'll have basically just like Battleborn or any of these other, you know, League of Legends and any of these other types where you could level up your class and then level up your like commander rank overall, so you can unlock bonuses or boosts or you know stuff like that for your overall play and then your specific role play. Mm-hmm. But you also like got to remember since this is going to dip into the esports world. They'll have actually ranked mode like Overwatch mm. has and the others. So, yeah, yeah. whereas in Battleborn, it's more for just you and then kind of a. Uh, right, right, right. You know, this one will be like actually putting you into different groups of people, obviously, so that way you're fighting amongst your peers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's it. Uh, well, man, God bless. I can already see the game now. We just put it together. <laughs> we just put it all together. There we go. And, and and I'll be excited for when we get in the technical test. And then and can't talk about it different. anymore. Well, well depending. Uh, depending on what they say. Yeah, well, you know, you read your NDA, so. Well, oh, I actually haven't signed it up yet because I had to get on my computer because I don't remember my Steam uh, account. i got to link that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it does say you can't say anything about it? 
Uh, there's there's limitations and such, yes. Well, uh, you know so, what I'm saying. So we'll work within reason, you know, and we'll figure mm. out through the closed technical test what's what's going on with this. I'm excited for us to be completely wrong on all levels about what this game is or will be, though. Cause because we're wrong I mean, every time. We should just we should just <laughs> <laughs> we should just call Conjectureland Wrongland. Let's just go out and make <laughs> predictions that are completely going to be not at all. Change it to backwards land. There we go. We're heading out to backwards land, everybody. <laughs> Everything well, so we say, he, turn it around. It'll, it'll be like the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie where they had to flip the mm-hmm. boat under underwater to be above water. Above water, yeah. That's see? exactly what this is. Makes we sense. go out of the canoe and it flips, and now we're in Bizarro World. Goodness gracious. Now, before we uh, wrap this up, though, I want to say mm-hmm. that the you know, it's kind of strange because the first picture, like I said, is the cityscape. The third one is just another angle on that same cityscape. Mm-hmm. The middle one, though, is like this lush, jungle-ish environment. You can see like the stream or river going through there. And like mm-hmm. I said, these big old yellow, you know, machine-looking things interlaced with the jungle rock area. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so different from the other two images. Like, it's a complete yep. whoop, 180. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? What's that mean? Uh, you know, these images I don't think are just put there for no reason. So it's kind of no, like, no, well, obviously. What what are they trying to get at with this super city, and then of course weird jungle, but still infused with a machine? Well, see, I I think that kind of backs up our different factions with different hero types, or you know, different areas mm, that are represented true. in this thing. Because I mean, it was the same with Battleborn as well. Yeah, you're right. You had, you're right. The you had the technical people. Mm-hmm. You had the Eldred. You had you know the ice people. Or the ice planet, you know, every, all this other kind of stuff. So I think maybe it is just, you know, it's on one planet and these are the different areas that you fight in. Or, I mean, it could even just be, hey, in this solar system, these are the people who are all warring, you know, quote fingers, warring with each other. And you have a champion from each different planet. It could be something as big as that. Hmm. Mayhaps, mayhaps. Man, gosh bless. Who knows? I don't we'll know. We'll find out. I, you know... When I first saw this, I'm kind of like, well, man, I don't know, man, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But as we talk about it, I'm kind of like, that sounds cool, but I'm still very scared of the 1v1. Yeah. I'm not comfortable in 1v1 whatsoever. <laughs> I don't like fighting games, period. Mm-hmm. So, and I've, and it's funny because I've been playing them for years now and years, mm-hmm. and I've never liked them. But it's the only place where I can get friends to play and do things in it. So that's what I do. Uh-huh. And I'm, then I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, it's 1v1. I hate 1v1. Oh, no. See, that's the thing that concerns me, too, is, you know, Friday night or Saturday night or whatever Borderlands night is, you and I jump on and we play together in mm-hmm. things. Either we play, you know, just co-op games or we play versus games on the same team. Once this comes out, we can't play together other than challenge each other. Over and, and over. After, and after four to six to, you know, ten rounds, all right, I'm just shooting Eric again. We're doing, you know, we're using different characters and stuff, but still it's just yeah. you and me fighting each other. It's going to get... We know each other's style. We know what each other's are going to are gonna do, especially after we play mm-hmm. for a little bit. It, it'll become very, very, like, oh, I'm done. And, and if the card boost is so good that, hey, dude, I just got this big fire cone. Uh, don't come over by me. Oh, you're dead. Fire well, cone. You know what Fire happens cone. if Fire I see cone. you use a skill over and over that I don't like, man. Uh, We've seen what happens. 
<laughs> well, these won't be physical cards that oh, you can rip up, though. I will, I will come to your house, man. I'll come to your house and rip up your PS4. (laughs) No, I will get on your game. Get off my game, Eric. Shut up. Just shut up right now. (laughs) I'm going to change all my passwords to just random numbers and letters. Every day, change it so I can never come (laughs) over. Where's my mythic? Uh, Oh, where's my mythic freeze at? I got rid of it because you cheated with it. It wasn't a cheat, moron. It's a mythic card. (laughs) (laughs) Every single day, I'll just have to unplug my PS4 in the morning, take it with me to work. (laughs) Just never let it out of my sight ever. Oh, goodness. Yeah, so that's the only part that I'm I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, is just the actual gameplay. What do you What do you do? Because mm. obviously, from what we've talked about, it looks like you're going to get cards, abilities, however it stacks up to make your character unique and special and cool. Mm. But if it's just one v one over and over again, I mean, it exists obviously. Card games do it all over the place, Hearthstone and mm. stuff. Yeah, but. I feel like since it's a first-person shooter, I'm like, well, shouldn't there be more? Because it's a first-person shooter. Shouldn't there be like a horde mode where we can just go have fun at? Yeah, that's my concern as well. I mean, I I teased it a little bit earlier when I was first introing it, but I love competitive games. I like card-based systems pretty well as well. You know, and I like fast-paced first-person shooters, but I'm I'm not the Twitch gamer guy. You know, I don't have the... The you know, the Jared Batten skills where I can just be you know one shotting people from across the map with 0.5 seconds of warning. I'm not that guy, so I'm really interested slash concerned with how this is going to play out. I mean, if the skills and the you know we keep say, saying heroes, I'm hoping that's the way it is with unique skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if it'll really depend on how the skills and heroes play out. If there's heroes that I can use that you know can take damage and you know. I, I'm not getting one shot all the time like I sometimes am in Call of Duty that gets super frustrating. In a team-based experience, if it's just 1v1, I feel like I'm just going to get raffle stomped every single time. Unless it's more of like a, you know, like a Battleborn type health pools. But if it's fast-paced, I think you got to have, you know, quick kills. So that's that's kind of where I'm going like, eh, I'm not really sure if this is going to be for me. Obviously, we'll get in the technical test as long as we can and play with it but i will say this though i don't think it's going to be quick as in like quake you know that kind of stuff because first off they're coming from battleborn which you know you had hp it took time to kill but secondly they're adding in this meta card game strategy stuff which Mm. means there's going to be abilities or something of that nature if you don't ever have time to cast those abilities because you just run and gun shoot someone in the head there's no fun in that there's no purpose to having a build that makes you amazing because if Bob can just cross screen cap you in the head and mm. jump and twirl and it's over, it doesn't make any sense. Well, thinking about it the other way is like I was, well, like I said in the first one, if it's just cards for new guns and you're just soldier type dudes running around boosting and air jumping around, maybe your your gun That's is true. a real cannon. You're right. Just, all right, pang. For 10 more matches, I can just one shot people as soon as I see them. You've got the plasma rifle from K Bar. Which yeah. is like seventeen thousand damage, where I'm using Fubar, which has mm. ten. You know, so it's like, oh well. I, I mean, it's it's hard to speculate on it now, even though that's what we've been doing, because they could it could go one way and be really cool for gamers like me who aren't good at Twitch based shooters, or it could go completely the other way and be, you know, Twitch heaven for CS:GO players and all those guys. Mm-hmm. It's you know, there's there's no way to tell right now. 
Man, I feel like there's no medium either. I feel like that's it. It's either a, it's going to be yeah. like upgrade guns that are going to be the cards, mm-hmm. or maybe guns and armor, you know, but it'll be in that in that world. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be like we've just hoped and put our dreams on unique, cool abilities, which allow people that are slower like us to figure out other ways to win by being, mm-hmm. you know, clever, setting up traps, having abilities that cover large amounts of areas so we don't have to be accurate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, and if, if, like you said, I feel like there's no real mid-ground to that. Because if you make it average, then the Twitch-based guys aren't going to like it. And if you make it average to such a degree that you do need a fair amount of Twitch-based skill, then the the old, slow, broken men like us are going to have trouble with it. So I feel like it's... Well, and I feel like you're going to be in two... You're going to be trying to be in two camps at once, and it never yeah. goes well. So mm. I think they're going to either need to jump full in one or the other. Either yeah. make it twitchy fast, or you go methodical, smart, play you know, cleverly to win. Mm. And they do specifically say it's fast first-person But they say it's fast Quick action, shooter. fast action. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but beyond all that, man, beyond all that, all that fun conjecture, mm. did, where did this come from? I don't know. How did they, they keep this secret? How did this not get talked about or even mentioned or whispered at? I mean, that just seems really strange to me because I would have said originally because it's a brand new concept and they're just starting working on it, but they've got a closed technical mm. test coming up, which yeah. means they've got to have some of this game put together. At, oh, yeah. Obviously, at least a playable version of said game. Mm. So well, they've been working on this a while, and there's been mums the word. Well, they've been working on a lot of stuff for a while, and there's only and been And mums like, the word. Exactly. Like, Gearbox Quebec... They haven't really ever even said what they've been ta- what they've been doing. Yeah, it could even it could even be this. Who knows? Uh, I would have. I think the gearbox thing would have been gearbox Quebec, not just the gearbox. Well, you never know. I mean, that's I true. I mean, it could be it could be like Ubisoft, where it's hey, here's a Ubisoft game, and then in the fifteen logos that you see at the very start of the game, it's oh Ubisoft France, mm-hmm. or Ubisoft Montreal. That's the one. But, but, I mean, you know, they they obviously have a lot of irons in the fire, and it really just depends on what Randy Pitchford randomly says during an interview as to what gets yeah, but that's not, so, even, not even announced, but, like, sort of talked sense, about. It doesn't even make sense, though, Matt. It's, we're, we live in a world of leaks. We live in a world where nothing is kept secret. I mean, look at, obviously, everybody was, talks about, look at, kept look at secret. Ubisoft. This was <laughs> Ubisoft leaks like a freaking, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> leaks leaks like a sieve is what you're looking for. No, it leaks like a bucket full of shotgun holes. That's what it leaks like. <laughs> That's way worse. I don't know. That's a way worse analogy. Uh, yeah, it is. But hey, don't judge. Mm-hmm. But either way, I mean, the stuff never stays secret. And if I feel like, what in the world, what kind of secret sauce is Gearbox holding on to? Because we get nothing. We get nothing on anything unless Randy Pitchford mm-hmm. comes out and says something. Well, see, maybe that's it, too. We said last episode that, you know, when we were talking about the bu- the publishing side, how they're doing a lot of stuff just in-house now. And there's it's not like, you know, EA, which is this giant corporation and has all these other, you know, little corps underneath it, where, you know, if somebody from EA hears about something way down here and they, you know, happen to over, you know, mention it over drinks to a reporter dude, oh, well, hey, it sounds like, 
this this development house is working on something for this. Since it's all in-house, they can keep it a lot quieter. Or I, I mean, I'm assuming, you know. Yeah, but even people in the smaller houses leak. And what is up with this group? Why? Where's our leakers at? Come on, Gearbox, where's our leakers at? <laughs> we... Are, are you saying you, you want us to be your leakers? We need some sniveling rats. <laughs> I know what I'm looking right at him. He <laughs> we just gotta, we just gotta make friends with these. We, you know, we, right? We'll go down to Frisco. We need to go down and, there and show. We'll go down to time. Frisco and hang around in the Nerdvana bar under, right. <laughs> underneath Gearbox. <laughs> Let's just, hmm, what's that? Oh, point your directional microphone that way over here. What's he Get talking our about? spy Ooh. gear out. I told you, go. Gearbox. Someday I'll be on that wall with my little suction cups. <laughs> awesome. Uh, no, they Very just good. do it. They just do a great job of keeping everything under wraps and mm-hmm. unfortunately for us, you know, it makes it makes me sad because man, you just don't get the news until they want you to have it. Mm. Anything else you want to say about this? Any other conjectures you want to make or are we just going to have to wait and see on these? I was going to say kudos to you guys at Gearbox keeping this sucker under wraps and then just out of the yes, blue smashing it out here. I can't wait to hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, get myself into that closed technical and take mm. a peek at what's under this uh, hood here. But if I don't, then I will have to just go to the Joe Shrine and pray and pray and and, and pray and and that is one other piece of info we do need to mention to everybody. The close technical test is PC only right now, so it's not on consoles or anything else. So if you've got a PC that can run games, i got one that does okay. I might have to turn the settings down to low for this one, but we'll see. And hopefully we'll be in it. Hopefully we'll be able to tell you guys some stuff about it uh, whenever it does come out. Oh, yeah. So I think we need to head on back. Conjecture land's over. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, oh, oh. The cannibals are getting closer. It's time to go. That's all right. We're out, man. We're out. On the water, sailing away down the river. Down the oh. river. Back to real life. Back to the real world. Yep. Oh, the grays and the browns and the bad lighting. <laughs> Hello, real world. <laughs> I like how we've gone from like Saints Row or Sunset Overdrive back to like Gears of War. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> we're back in the real world. And, and as I look around, there is all kinds of weird shades of brown and black well, that's and all, gray that's all around us. <laughs> dark world. <laughs> Great. It's like living in Z- Link's dark world forever, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I got my one sad light bulb up here. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Oh, man. So... Speaking of news and things coming up soon, we've got a couple games conferences coming up soon, don't we? We sure do. So we might get some more information at some of these. Unlikely at the first one, which is GamesCon, and that's going to be over in the old Germany. So I don't think I'm going to be making it to that one, unfortunately. But oh, come on, dude! I thought we we're gonna we we're gonna team gonna up and go. Just fly over and get some tickets scalping. You know, no mm-hmm. big deal. Yeah. Nah, it won't cost us. A- Pretty penny at all. We'll bring Danny over to live edit the shows. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, that'll be a good idea. I like She'll it. bring the new baby. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. It'll be perfect. Perfect. This is running from Wednesday, August 23rd, 2017, to Saturday, August 26th, 2017. And of course, this is over in Germany. So if you guys are interested, it's too late. Ha ha ha. You're not going. You're just going to have to. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> You're just gonna have to listen to it, hear about it via all your favorite channels out there, podcasts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
Yeah. But I don't know if Gearbox has a big presence at this one. And I can't remember from last year, and I haven't heard Gearbox announce anything either. Mm. So likely is probably not, really. I feel like this is one that they don't go to, but like you said, I'm not 100% sure because I'm not... I mean, for the longest time, I didn't really follow the conferences that much. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was some big announcement there, I'd be like, oh, cool, I saw that from a tweet from whoever. But I didn't, like, research it. So I feel like they don't generally go to this one, but I'm not, I don't know. Man. I'm not sure either. But I do know that they do attend the second one, which is PAX West. This one oh, yeah. is their their baby. This is the one where they typically announce, you know, what's coming up for them, what they're doing. What they're up to. And this one runs from September 1st through September 4th, 2017. This is a week after Gamescom, so even if they're not there, which I don't think they are, they will be at PAX West. So we do have a very good chance of hearing more about whatever it is the hell they're doing this year, whether it be Mm -hmm. from the Gearbox Quebec, this new Project 1v1, obviously what everybody hopes to hear about, Portlands 3, it's not going to happen, don't get your hopes up. They didn't say nothing, so don't get your hopes up. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about whatever they're going to reveal next week as well. Because, I mean, that's that's two projects right there in 1v1 and whatever this published project mm-hmm. is. You can have a whole presentation based around that, depending on what they are. Well, and you know they're going to because they're really hankering hard into the publishing world. So they're going to yep. want to bring it their big guns to the PAX West and talk about what the they're publishing with this one because they want other developers to know that they're in the business for this and they want to help people get yep. along. And speaking on the publishing arm, maybe we'll hear more details about how Bulletstorm did and how it did people for fly, yeah. all that kind of info. For the I think that'd be great for, for people to fly. You know, if they're doing a publishing presentation, which they should be because they got a new published game that's going to be coming out, it'd be good to see all that info too. I would like to see how that went. I don't know if they will, just because a lot of times developers and such like to keep that private. You know, even if it's a success, yeah. a lot of times they won't say anything. But I'm mm. interested, just as a, a fan and someone who's been following it, playing it, enjoying it, of how and it went. And especially because they said in whatever the last panel was that if it did well enough, then they want to do a Bulletstorm too. Mm-hmm. So I'd be, in, you know, because they they put that tease out there. I'd like to hear the follow up, whether it did or it didn't. I mean, it did really bad. So, uh, but you know, I'd like to hear, you know, some follow up on that. That's an interesting way to do it without actually giving numbers. Would be to have people come fly, come out, and say. Hey, we know you guys got your hands on Bulletstorm, remastered, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? We're currently making Bulletstorm 2. And then there you go. Now you can get hyped because you get a Bulletstorm 2 with jumping. With jumping. With jumping, yes. Because it's going to have jumping. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, at that point, you also know, like you said, since they stated if the interest was there, Mm -hmm. they would make it to. There you go. You find out it did well, you're happy, we're all happy, Gearbox is happy, People Can Fly is happy. Yep. And we get a Bulletstorm 2 where you get to jump. Be pretty awesome. No, man. Be awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Heck yeah. But yes, PAX West is in Washington, and we're not going, Matt. I could go. You know what? You should. Go buy yourself a ticket, take some vacation. You go, Mm -hmm. you'll be live from PAX West, and we'll do the podcast with you there. And me That'd here. Be pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. 
Maybe next time. <laughs> so there's a lot of exciting times and news coming up in the future with these two big old conferences heading our way. Obviously, mm. we'll be here next week. There'll be a battle plan, all sorts of good stuff. And uh, other than that, unless you got anything else, probably time to just wrap it up. Yeah, let's just wrap it up today. So since we are on Conjecture Land so long, I, I saw a couple carrier pigeons flying, but we had to leave because the cannibals were coming. So no mailbag this week. We'll get back to it next week, assuming there's no other grand big giant news that we have to talk about for a full hour. But if you guys have any speculation you'd like to share with us, any kind of feedback on what we conjectured about, you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme on Twitter, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. And as always, you guys know we do have a Patreon set up. We treat it like a tip jar. If you guys like what you hear, like the episode, laughed at something Matt said or I said, hey, go on over there if you can. Throw us a buck, throw us 50 cents, whatever you think it's worth to you. If you can't donate, that's perfectly fine. We understand money is important. I understand. Matt understands. Danny understands. Yep. You know what? You can support us by smiling at us. Go ahead. Smile right now. I'm waiting. Oh, you ah, got such pretty lips, good. boy. <laughs> wow make <That's>... it weird <laughs> yes <laughs> we can't have this okay, normal player x <laughs> player x guest spot uh you got to bring them in once in a while in soul and spirit but if Gross. you can't we do appreciate the uh the smiles we appreciate the uh thumbs up on all the different sites we appreciate reviews questions comments suggestions critiques all those good things you can send them our way and hey that's a good way to support us, and we like it. Thank you so much. For all of those that do support us on Patreon, I appreciate it. Matt appreciates Dan appreciates You guys and gals know who you are. You are the best. Yep. We love and adore all of you. Thank you. Thank you. And, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 18th of August for our very next episode. And you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. And as Eric teased earlier, if you like what we're doing, please give us a rating, a review, a like, a subscription, a comment, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. We do. And I just heard a particular site said, hey, we've got like 1,500 five-star ratings on iTunes. and <laughs> and I cried a tear and I said, We could have that too. We, we just could. need your support, you guys. You don't want me crying tears because they're tears of sadness. Okay? <laughs> they're salty and it's not cool. <laughs> uh, we need you guys to get over there, throw some stars our way. It's very helpful, gets us to the top of the list, makes everyone go, Hey, I want to listen to a podcast about video games or gearbox or whatever. Boom, we're up there. We're top. They go, Oh, these yep. guys gotta be good. And they play it, they like it. We get more people listening, and that's good stuff. So yes, please definitely. take five minutes out of your life. Go on over there and throw us a throw us a hookup. And unless you got anything else, Eric, I'm just gonna say, don't, don't forget, forget to, to save. save. Shut up and sit down.